Even in the age of magic, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other always winter, never Christmas stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. I'm Greg. I'm Greg. Did y'all see the question in the Discord? Yeah. I didn't understand it. Did they mean that they had just listened to a different season and didn't know where it came from? I, I'm still parsing out what that is. What's the where's the question? In the after show question. Uh, in the after show questions. Wait, it's talking about and I'm Greg. Yeah, we had an Well, okay, but it, it says how did it feel outside of kayfabe? Kayfabe yeah. is a concept in wrestling where you pretend that what you're doing is real even though it's not. So what this person presumes is that we are just joking about how much we care about I'm and I'm Greg, which is a fallacy. <laughs> the, 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 like the answer is that we really yeah. just do care that much about and I'm Greg. Um, <laughs> and I'm get I would guess that this person has just completed season one before okay. and I'm Greg really like became yeah became a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. it does. It definitely does. Just say I just finished season, so I think they forgot. Right. To yeah, I, I noticed that season, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. which there's yeah. lots. I just uh, finished season. I just finished <laughs> seasoning my chili con carne. <laughs> 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 it's just chili. It's just <laughs> fucking chili. Fuck chili. Mary lemon. <laughs> Kill cinnamon. Yes, yes you did <laughs> it. <laughs> Janro, can you give me a recap of last week's episode? Oh, uh, oh sure. Uh, let me open my journal. Hold on. Um, okay, so... Um, I like to imagine that you're doing this while falling to certain death. I'll get there. <laughs> Spoilers. For, oh, my gosh. All right, so um, in preparation for what would be an epic battle? Oh, I hope not, but maybe. Anyways, um, I took Etho aside, and we had a little meditation uh, in hopes to connect Etho and Ziggy on a more personal level. And it worked far better than expected. And Etho ascended to something brilliant. We'll see. I'm not sure. Anyways, Real different. While, while that was happening, um, a whole bunch of water was ripped out of the ground uh, and formed into a giant ball of watery death, one would assume. So we took off, uh, Layla and I took off uh, to deal with that, and I jumped off a bird and punched it really well. The bird? The water sphere, just (laughs) to clarify. I punched punched a ball of water with my big fist, and um, (laughs) Blossom showed up, so my ride decided to leave. 
and have a conversation, I'm assuming, with Blossom, because Layla disappeared, and I'm sure is having a wonderful conversation inside Blossom 1616, like we all have. Um, and just off screen is the two giant dragons ready to... Punch each other. Fight, I'm assuming. I don't know. I am currently hurling towards the ground, and I really hope something stops this. Stops this recap? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great news. We've made it. You did it. That sounds like an accurate summation of events to me. Who are we zooming in on first? I ended, so I think it has to be one of the other two. Etho didn't do much after the after she That's ascended. True. So mm, maybe yeah. Etho <laughs> Who even knows what that looks like? I'm just I'm punching that dragon. Yeah, uh, let's just do Etho. So Layla is off with Blossom. Janro is falling through the air, has has just destroyed the water sphere in doing so, caused a decent amount of collateral damage. She's now falling through the air and has caught the attention of Kalaren, Etho, what do you do in this moment where all of these things are happening? I think right now she's not clear-headed enough to completely divert to saving Janro. So she's gonna she's gonna save Janro by punching the dragon. So that that part's taken care of. Yeah, I punch Kalaren. What does it look like for a dragon? Well, you're not a, really a dragon. You are a new... What does it look like for what Etho is now, this new dragon-human hybrid? What, is, what does it look like when that thing punches? For uh, brevity, it's called an Etho. Okay, sure. <laughs> so I still have Dragoon. So I think she flies as high as possible and then notices that Kalarin is sort of distracted. It's going for Janro, you know? And so she like dive bombs down and uh, tries to hit it from the top. Okay, since you're taking advantage of Dragoon, that gives you that gives you an advantage. So that means you are doing the move called finish them. Not that this would in fact finish right. Kalaren. It's different for um, Overlords, correct? Yeah, but you're still gonna roll that move, and let's see. Are you trying to... I'm going to read off the descriptions and you tell me which one fits. Are you trying to overpower them, ambush them, or use the innate talents of your people? If so, roll blood. Probably it. Do you want, yeah. you need me to read anymore? I mean, that's like... You named like three things that it is, so I... Right, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> give me that blood roll. Okay, and does advantage give me... What does advantage do in this case? It allows you to do it, the move, I think. Exactly. You need some form of uh, advantage to be able to damage Kalarin in this case. Gotcha. Like, we kind of cheated last time to let Janro do it, but it felt right in the moment. Ooh! Dang. I, gotta, I rolled a 13. Okay. Uh, on a 10 plus, you destroy them. Tell us what that means. So, in this case, um, that's referring to one of Kalarin's stats. Kalarin has two stats remaining. As you recall, I have to have you pay a price for each stat mm-hmm. for you to be able to damage it. Let's see. What are Kalaren's remaining stats, just so I remember? We have can convert sound into light beams, which are, like, damaging. That's one stat. And we have uh, another one that's just titled Feeds Off the Energy of the Amulet. Huh. Which one do you think your punch is more likely to prevent? I'll tell you that the way... 
uh, just to give you more insight on the first one, since we haven't seen Kalarin use those light beams yet, uh, it yells and then lasers come out of the yell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very much a death metal singer. Yeah. Oh, that's so metal because it's actual death. Oh, so good. Anyway. um. So which stat are you trying to attack? And then I'll tell you what the prices you'll have to pay to do it are. I This amulet. Does Etho know how bad the amulet is? She, uh, she... Yeah, we had. Yeah, uh, we had that conversation about Gamros coming to eat everything from the necktie. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, she's wanting to get rid of that amulet. Okay. The prices you'll pay. I know one of them, and it's the one I want to say second because it's more dramatic than whatever thing I'm going <laughs> to make up to be the first one, uh, which will be more physical. The first price is that this is something Kalarin is exceedingly defensive over, meaning that. It's going to fight tooth and nail to keep this thing uh, on its person, meaning I will damage one of your stats. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first price. The second price is that not through a dream, not through a blossom mirage, you will come into contact with this amulet in its full, truest form and face the consequences of what doing that means. I mean, the answer was yes before you said anything, Kay. even though that all sounds totally gnarly. Okay. <laughs> you dive through the air, and I think in this moment, Kalarin sees Janro falling, and it goes into that, like, we mentioned before how, like, every time it sort of goes into this sort of, like, animalistic desire to destroy something, and the amulet zaps it and pulls it back, uh, the amulet kind of lets it go into... Uh, bloodlust mode, and it it begins to open its jaw to just swallow Janro uh, in one bite, and that's when it hears you descending from above. And uh, I think you're. Do, are you? What part of its body are you aiming at? The neck or the amulet, right? That's where it's yeah. hanging, right? Yeah. And I think it. I think it senses that and and tries. I think to I turn. yell, "Hey, dummy!" <laughs> it it hears you and. Uh, it spins around, and it lets out just, not words, just like a, yeah! <laughs> uh, which erupts into this beam. Uh, this It's it's not like a colored laser. It's just a pure white triangular, what do you call it, like a triangular cylinder, like one of those shapes. That's kind of the shape that the light forms. Um, I don't know what that's called. But you know what I'm kind of describing, yep. right? Like... Um, and it zaps through. Do you still have wings in this form? Um, I mean, we've described me having wings, but I don't have the stat wings of a dragon. Sure. It uh, zaps through part of your wings. What stat do you think that uh, you want to damage in this case? Like, what stat narratively do you think feels right here? So you're talking about blood, courage, race, sense, or wisdom? And then when you roll with that, stat going forward uh, until it's not damaged you will roll with despair which means you roll three dice and take the lower two i think this would damage her grace because ah yeah yeah this is like a new form and then you just clipping her wing is yeah it makes her clumsier yeah the blast strikes clean through part of that not like in a way that it wouldn't be able to heal over time but the, the blast strikes clean through and creates like a puncture wound, um, but you're still able to dive in and 
what's your method for taking the necklace off if that is what you're doing i think i just like i think she lands like on its face and like rips the the thing off cool once you get it off there's a moment where where both of you are touching the stone at the center of it and in that moment your memories overlap and you can each see each other's memories for you that takes the form of it's dark because if you recall before Kalarin woke up at the beginning of the season it had been asleep for five years mm-hmm. you remember dark 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 darkness nothing nothing for a year and then the memory transitions into that same darkness that same nothing but with just a thought entering in to it was Kalarin's brain in the memory but you kind of feel it as you're experiencing Kalarin's memory uh, and that thought that entered Kalarin's brain at that time was amass an army at the shrine of destinies amass an army at the shrine of destinies amass an army at the shrine of destinies over and over and over and over and over for four years Oof. Once the amulet is out of your hands, or sorry, out of Kalaren's hands, and just in yours, I imagine, your hand moves away from the stone itself. We will get to the repercussions of that the next time we come around to you, whether that be this episode or next. Mm -hmm. But for now, you are sort of able to regain consciousness as the both of you are kind of... Uh, you're both of you are on the ground now, um, sort of in this uh, in this pile, in this sort of grapple uh, of these two dragons as the two of you both uh, come to. Mm-hmm. Let's switch to Janro as you're falling through the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think the first thing uh, Janro does just instinctively is shrink down so it like. Maybe buys time falling. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if I'm not so big, I'll slow. Um, and then I think she's just looking around to see uh, where Kyle is or anybody or if there's a. Oh, you've got yeah, you've got your companions. Yeah. Um, and they each have stats, and you can uh, cross off one of those stats, and they can help you here if one of them's relevant. <laughs> Muck just catches you with his big strong arm. <laughs> Tax there too. You got him. You, y'all got him as a companion. His remaining stat is undying. So I think Mach does charge in. Like, there's horses, correct? Um, we've never established them. We've established something's pulling the carts. Right. We haven't established what that was oh. ever. Hmm. Make it cooler than horses. Yeah. Giant crabs. It can be horses if we want it to be. If we just want, it. I mean, it might be a little too late to establish something wacky. How about like we have established wolves of many sides, so maybe it's a giant wolf. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So he grabs one and like charges in through the rubble and is like literally trying to get up high enough to catch because I'll use the stat loyal beyond reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That uh, General's never out of Mach's eye at all. And so I think we get the scene of he just cuts through the straps of one of the 
giant wolves that's pulling the cart jumps on back, just charges up, like slogging through water, climbing up the rubble, and then just basically leaping into space uh, and just hoping that it'll be there just in time as Janro sees it and just goes to normal size to land on the front of the wolf. And they, like, tumble down ungracefully because it wasn't graceful and land sort of in a heap, just wet and full of, like, nervous energy. So they just both start laughing. Yeah. Because they have nothing else to do. And I think Janro just touches Mock's face. It just... Thank you. I've always known you would be there. Well, yeah. (laughs) We should go. Yes, we... All right, let's... There's still a lot of work to do. Got that right. (laughs) And they head back to join the group. And we have damaged the Loyal Beyond Leaf. Beyond reason. Man, this episode, or really just, like, the things that are happening are the span of, like, five seconds... Uh-huh. And they have taken like forty minutes for us to tell. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get one more Janro action. I think. What do okay. you? What do you? What do you, at least so we know where you're heading, like where you're pointed at. All right, let's go to those that have unfortunately injured and get get them assistance quickly. Quickly, let's move over there. So get this wolf to go. I don't know how we're doing this. Oh, oh Roy, it's not that hard. Uh, and so Mark just directs them over to like the armies that took that are probably in disarray that took just a couple of the huge water blasts. Yeah. There's like a few legion. There are a few like uh, sections that are charging Kalarin, but you're correct. The most of them are just in disarray. And so she and mock ride up and she leaps off and she grows to dwarf size. And with every ounce of, command that she has Mm. says this isn't over yet damages were to expected but if we don't press the advantage we will lose follow me we must defeat the jealous one give me a role that is called (laughs) talk sense you speak with conviction and ask someone for help tell us what you want from them is what you want for them just to like come to and attack Kalaren as you suggest Incorrect. Ah. For I am using, finally, my air move, yes, my liege. Oh. When you issue command to someone below your rank, they'll do it immediately, mm-hmm. no questions asked. Well, shit. <laughs> no role required. However, I can't ever command them again because they are going into danger. <laughs> yeah, because if they get damaged by it, they, can, they will never do it again. Yep. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, like, she's, ex- like, just... Took every like everything she's been trained to be royal, which she just ignored to be a hero, and finally like accepted both in her larger size. And then she, as a show of good faith, shrinks back down uh, and takes the lead with Mach to head back towards the giant dragon battle. Like it's not a good idea, but like <laughs> she will, she is absolutely heading in. She's not asking them to do anything that she is not doing herself. As you scan the front lines of the folks that you are charging uh, right in with, you see that the Glotfrenian army has, is, you don't see any familiar faces, but you see 
It is mostly gnolls. You see some orcs, and you do, in the front lines, catch eye contact with one halfling. A little older than you, but still so awestruck by, you know, it's it's Janro. <laughs> um, it, and it's our generation's Janro that I think, like, you see the fear kind of dissolve in their eyes as, like, they are recognizing that this is a part of history that they're joining in on with you. Yeah, and I think as you charge in towards Kalarin, uh, let's swap over to Layla. Okay. <laughs> Blossom1616 has just said a whole bunch of things, hasn't she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a lot. A whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. So, so I want to say I'm forward. upset. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, like, pick it up in the middle of that conversation? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was planning on. Okay. I mean, but you got to understand, like, this is just a lot for me to take in right this second. And I I can be unupset and just, I just need to breathe for, like, a minute. Take your time. (laughs) Okay. Right. All right. Okay. So... Well, well, um, obviously I don't prefer that we put humans in uh, people. That seems uh, not great. Do we agree on that one? Or no? <laughs> I... Well, can we agree it's not great? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can. There's a lot of me. And much of me agrees. And much of me doesn't. Oh, right. Okay. No, I get that. Because it's not just you, huh? Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm just, I'm struggling real hard with how to solve this problem. Whew. Uh. Regardless of what I want, if the ritual is completed... It's taking all of the effort I... Those of us who don't want this are taking all of the effort we can to tell you what we just did. Oh, dang, Blossom. But if the ritual is completed, it will have been for naught. All right. Well, I appreciate what y'all are doing. Do I know what the ritual is? Did she tell me last yeah, time and the, I forgot? Um, she didn't, but you did in a previous episode get description of the type of the the magic situation that Kalaren needs. It's a specific arrangement around the pyramids, and it also involves a lot of dead bodies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, I guess I gotta go help take care of Kalaren then, huh? I do appreciate what y'all are doing, you know, just... Just It totally sucks, and you should stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sucks for everybody. It's a real shitty situation we got ourselves into. Yeah, I just got to Sometimes you just got to get one more random thing in there, you know. Sure. Why yeah. Not? What I rolled uh for uh magic since Blossom 1616 is the consciousness of 1616 humans. Um Oh. oh. They have the the humans that that, that had been uploaded they have a lot of knowledge of technology. And so 
those of them who are having second thoughts, the, the same ones of them who fought to tell you what you heard last episode, caused her to to say uh, this, which is, we were able to, we were able to make this. Hopefully, it can help you beat that thing. And she hands you um, what my random generator calls a life life bane, uh, which is a magical light hammer which requires two hands to wield, but I will tell you, it's just a jackhammer. <laughs> but, but a jackhammer that'll be good at breaking apart the scaly armor of Kalaren. Okay. Oh, whoa, wow, this is... Ooh, look at this thing. What... Now, mm, okay, and she's like turning around and looking at it, and, you know, even though the only technology she currently has with her is her... Wand, laser thing, her la- or laser, laser wand thing. Her laser, her laser. <laughs> you know they are like a technological species. So she's looking at it and she's like, "I'm not. I mean, oh boy, I'm not like super good at this stuff. But is this? Do you push this and then it like kind of starts going? And she's like, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa yeah. And then pushes the button back off. <laughs> oh, I think I get how this works. <laughs> This is real cool, Blossom. I think at that point, one of her hands like tries to like reach up to you um, and like grab onto you, but her other hand like pulls it back, and she says, "I can't. There, we want such different things. I can't keep acting like this. It hurts all of us." To- and then, uh, at that, she can't keep it together anymore, and. You feel a rushing wind below you, which grows in intensity and grows and grows until it just shoots you up and out as she, uh, the, the, the last bits of those humans who are sort of on your side of this, just sort of uh, use their effort to just blow you out of the mechanism that they uh, inhabit, and they blow you up and out the top where, where you came. I think when they blow me up, I use my, what, you know, I can like hover a little bit with my wings and just sort of let mm-hmm. Kyle, you know, so that it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle catches me. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then as I, I like, um, I bring Kyle around to like the side of Blossom and I say, some of y'all been a real big help and I appreciate it. And for the rest of y'all, I just want you to know I'm probably the only one on this world that actually would care about y'all and help you and try to do something for you. So y'all should feel bad about yourselves because you're bad. Well, you're not bad, <laughs> but you you should think about what you're doing. And then I fly away. <laughs> cool. Where Are you flying tw- towards the battle? Yeah. All three of us are converging. Um, all three of us? Why did I say us? I'm not one of you. All the, I mean, I'm there if yeah. you call me, if you consider me Kalarin. All, all four, four of us, us are, are there. Yeah. <laughs> what happens, y'all? What? Who has something they want to do? Uh, I think I'd probably go find Janro. That would probably be my first. Knowing what we know about the ritual, like, so I think she like gets to an advantageous position and then like orders one group to like make sure that what we know about how the ritual is supposed to happen, break up anything that we see might be forming a ritual, like send a troop off there and then send like a platoon just to, her orders are to distract and 
not like we're not going to do damage. We just need to give openings, and she doesn't mm-hmm. want more people to die. So she's like, Platoon A, go break up whatever looks like it might be part of a ritual. Platoon B, like <laughs> strafe around and just keep poking and firing, but don't put yourselves in. If you have the choice to run, run. We just need to be here to give other people a chance. I think in this case, I will have you roll talk sense. So are you trying to... I think the detail my plan and everybody's placing it is the best. So sense. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Glad I took one sense. Yes! Wow. Fuck hey, no. two That's amazing. 13 yeah. double sixes. Uh, six eyes. <laughs> six eyes. Six eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, y'all fucking rolls this season. No, hey, like we, if it if were, you, if you look up in the chat, there is a four. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was, but me. still, when it matters. But then you have to go for like pretty. Yeah, yeah, we did do real well. We like this dice roller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I remember a for... whole season of Tales yeah. from the Loop where <laughs> it was like you got it too. <laughs> No, well, yeah, no, you got a... zero because all you needed was one on that one. Oh, yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah. You got zero. You can't. You got more <laughs> zeros. More and more. They do as you ask to the best of their ability. Yeah, I think you see the army is. They're still terrified. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> appropriate. But they, their trust in each other is strong in this moment. Not because not because they all know each other super right. well or anything, but because life or death depends on they just have to assume that the person next to them is going to execute what they need to do perfectly because if they don't, the whole thing falls apart. Mm-hmm. So they just all have to operate as if every single person were perfect, and in doing so, it kind of encourages each one of them to fit their roles perfectly. And it just so happens to line together that way. There are these moments where... Kalaren's laser blasts seem to be trying to break open rubble in the pyramids in such a way that it rearranges the the blocks in certain ways, which is clearly like part of the ritual. And I think some of the spear-wielding soldiers like jut their spear up to reflect the light uh, so that it fizzles off in another direction. You, there's another unit that's trying to sort of flank Kalaren, not to damage it, as you mentioned, but just... Um, to keep it occupied to create those openings and everything is going to plan. I'll count this as you've given advantage to either of your friends if they want to go in uh, for an attack here. Um, I, I'm, I would like to set something up. I'm not planning to specifically attack anything right this second. Yeah. Okay. So I find Janro and... Dwarf-sized Janro. I'm easy to find now. (laughs) (laughs) Janro. How did it go? Well, I got this, and I hold up the jackhammer thing. Oh, um, what is it? Well, uh, I don't know what you call it, but I'm pretty sure I can use it. I think you're supposed to use it to, like, break up rocks and stuff, but... I think I can use it on the scales on that little flying bastard. 
Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, also, uh, Blossom is a lot. Blossom is a lot of people, and th- they want they want to like get in our bodies and live inside of us, excuse- and we'll be gone. What? I know, I know. You, okay, I deliberately wrote down our history of domination and world ending. Oh, do people even I mean, read look, my letters? Yeah, this. Yeah, we all we all read your. Let everybody read. Oh, no, we will no. discuss this after. Do you want me to throw you? I'm really good with this big arm. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, I have Kyle. Oh, true. But can we put that one on the back burner because it sounds real fun? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Absolutely. We've established that even though you can't see the shadow, she is with me all the time. Yes. I mean, yes. Not, she's not inside Blossom yeah. or anything like that, but you know, whatever. So I think in a wild disregard for all of elf culture she hops in the back of kyle with me mm. and we fly uh, towards she, that dragon she, can other people see her mm-hmm. oh wow. mm. oh that shadow oh this has been a lot of confusion <laughs> does Don't... she look like you yeah we're identical yeah what do you do I fly towards Kalaren with my weapon. Hey, this is an important... Is that jackhammer, like, human-sized? Or now is it star elf-sized now that it's out of Blossom? I think that it is human-sized, but Blossom has made it light enough, has, like, used... Because it's a weird, like, data projection of one, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was what they kind of, like, conjured up. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, the size that Layla needs to carry it, but... Or, sorry, it's the weight that Layla needs to carry it. It's human-sized, but it will have an outsized effect. Like, it's this weird hodgepodge of just exactly what it needs to be. That's amazing. And do you what, mean, and do you attack it? Yeah, sure. Uh, are the two of you uh, like? Are well, you? Where, where is Etho? Uh, Etho is like wrestling that dragon. Yeah, in in a grapple with Calaren uh, in the sands, uh, grappling over the amulet, which Etho has control over right now. Well, that's that's being generous. Etho has <laughs> the amulet in her hand. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I say um. Hey, Etho, there's two of me. Don't worry about it. I'm going to help you out, okay? Uh, I don't think Etho hears you. Okay. I do want to say that this, it looks like like grade school fights. There's, <laughs> just like, there's a lot of slapping. Arms yeah, out. Oh, slapping. Is, and, it absolutely and does because Kalarin is so desperate. Um, <laughs> it's like. And I'm basically doing keep away. Desperate in a way that's scary, like desperate in like you took away something that an addict needs oh. uh, way. Mm, like okay. That type of scary, desperate. All right. Well, then uh, when Etho doesn't reply, I say to the shadow, man, some weird shit happened to Etho. I don't know what's going on there. And I, oh, I don't got time for all this. And she just nods sagely like... You don't ever have time for any bullshit. <laughs> Everything is drama. Like, what the fuck? Just do what you're supposed to do. And I think we each take a handle of it because we're so small. And even though it's not heavy, yeah. like, yeah. 
And um, we just dive off of Kyle and try to plunge that thing into Claren's scales. Brilliant. Uh, Janro gave you the opening, so... Cool. Let's have you uh, roll finish them. Where is that? There it is. Are you overpowering, ambushing, or using the innate talents of your people? Hmm. It seem like it. Ambushing, well, ambushing maybe. would work, but not. I don't think. I mean, this is not a keep technology of my people. Okay. Uh, relying on your luck, tenacity, or virtue is cur- for courage. Grace is superior skill, waiting for just the right moment, or using panache and style. Oh well, I mean, Sense. panache and style is always what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sense is acting on a plan, using the terrain to your advantage, puzzling it out, or relying on your senses. Uh, and then wisdom is working things out, acting calmly or reasonably, or helping them with their problems. <laughs> you can make an argument for sense or grace, and since my sense is negative one, I'm going to make yep. that panache roll now. With grace, yep, cool. Mm-hmm. Eleven. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, it's a plus three. It was going to be hard for me to do yeah, real bad. Yeah, real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have to pay a price. This is yeah. damaging Kalaren's, uh final stat, which is the light laser beams thing. Okay. The price is that... The price is not to you. The price is to the shadow. Mm. The price is that the shadow is going to be struck by a laser blast. She will live... Definitely, there's no question of that. But her injury will make it such that she won't be able to be sneaky and out of sight all of the time. It's not quite as easy to always be in the shadows when you don't have full operation of when you have certain physical disabilities. Um, Her life will radically change. Poor baby. That's mean. You're mean, Travis. <laughs> yeah, meanie. I mean, I don't feel like I can not take that because yeah, this is it. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes okay. it's like you can choose not to do the thing and you don't pay the price. But like, I don't, I don't know that before I do it. I just have to do it. That right. I mean, yeah. But I pay think the that, price. Like she became the shadow to do something like this, right? Like, oh yeah. I mean, if I tried not to let her, she would. <laughs> she would <laughs> handicap me. Oh, speaking cool. of, we have not dealt at all with the idea that what oh, yeah, your does throat to is me. burning. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think that happens. Maybe that's what maybe that's part of it is like you're right on target. You are dodging. We're like going to jump off Kyle, but I like hesitate a bit because I'm like if I get that close is it going to be that much worse? Yeah, and I think like it changes your trajectory just a bit so you're still going to strike it but you're going in the process you're going to go you're going to fall straight through mm-hmm. one of the laser beams or rather the shadow is oh, um, so additional cost is that not only is the shadow not going to be able to be the shadow again but also it's Layla's fault well she she can be the shadow she's just less good at it yeah ain't none of y'all seen her this whole time or it's just being the shadow is a different thing now yeah, yeah. well i think she also made that choice when she got on Kyle so it's yeah. okay. This is all fine. And the closer you fall, the stronger your neck burns. And to the point where you 
can kind of tell when the jackhammer pierces through Kalaren's rib cage, <laughs> but that sharp fall, it pales in comparison to the intensity of the burning of your neck because you're right up against the thing's heart. But not instantaneously, not like, you know, like not like switching a light off, but uh, like pulling down a dimmer switch. That pain goes away. Also, right before that, I want to have like, she has a memory flash of like all the peppers she's been shoving in her mouth the whole time to like, <laughs> to just be like, I can deal with the burn. I can deal with the burn. I yeah. can deal with the burn. <laughs> sort of once you open your eyes again after the pain has subsided, you see that Kalarin is starting to come apart. Its, its tail end is like turning to dust. It's like trying to run away from the half of it that's at the front is like trying to run away from it's being disintegrated from behind to the point where it tries to fly up and into the sky but by the time it gets just a few feet into the air there's just nothing left but a small pile of ash in the sand well a big pile of ash <laughs> how does this affect me like I I was struggling with it just a second ago. What is this? Is this like a surprise? I guess it is because I wouldn't have been paying attention to anything else basically. Yeah, the it's like the th thing you were grappling with is suddenly gone, hmm. and this is the part of the show. But I reveal that the motivation that I wrote rolled for Kalarin uh, on the Overlord sheet is. It is not you who has done all this, but something that is controlling you. A dark master in the shadows, an evil artifact corrupting whoever holds it. When the Fellowship defeats you, reveal this new threat. It's their problem now. Oh. <laughs> Etho, yeah. the amulet in your hands begins to speak to you, and you hear... Perhaps I backed the wrong horse. Huh? on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide and links to everyone's Twitter. Also, check out our shop, uh, shop.vre.show, for some cool pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon, where we release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com VRE. To all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. There aren't many episodes left in this season, so hit us up with some after-show questions either on Twitter or in Discord or send us an email. Oh, and you can get to that Discord server uh, from our website at vre.show. One faithful companion, Shaded Mystic, says, 
I've listened to almost all of the seasons multiple times. I love that every time I return to the show, I pick up different parts I missed before. I listen to podcasts a lot to keep my mind occupied when I'm doing something repetitive, and I can't get enough of the chemistry between these four. All of their seasons are unique, and I love watching the improv skill as they have to adapt to all the random elements. I can't recommend it enough. Thanks. Everybody's so sweet. It's like food. So around 50 seconds, it sounded like there was it sounded like there was a clap, but it was far away. Is someone else <laughs> recording a podcast elsewhere in one of your homes? You know, uh, I'm not gonna I, talk about what happens in the privacy of my own home. Thank you very fair. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it has to do with clapping. I know I believe what you heard was me setting my phone down. Oh, okay. Oh. It, so, it had so much echo, it was like... It did. I thought mm-hmm. someone had clapped way far away from the mic also. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, cannot hear. <laughs> <laughs> Womp. <laughs>